This is Perspectives, the show where an examination of our many differences often shows us how much we have in common. I'm Condice Presley. Thanksgiving is coming up and one of Atlanta's greatest traditions on the Thanksgiving holiday. In fact, on most of the major holidays in the calendar year is the annual Hosea Feed the Hungry and Homeless dinner coming up on Thanksgiving Day at the Georgia World Congress Center. But Hosea Feed the Hungry is so much more. Now Hosea helps. And this year, something very, very special for those people who are at risk and have an opportunity to have a great, warm, delicious Thanksgiving dinner that you're going to hear a little bit about in just a few minutes. Joining us on the program today and in studio is Mrs. Elizabeth Omalami, the CEO of Hosea Feed the Hungry. Now Hosea Helps, and she's going to explain that to us. And also very, very happy to welcome Chef Daryl Schuler from Le Cordon Bleu. And I have so much more to say about him, but we're going to get to that in just a minute because it's just absolutely wonderful. Mrs. O, thank you for coming back to talk to us about the dinner this year. I can remember years ago sitting down with your father, the late, great Hosea Williams, rallying the troops, rallying the forces for your nonprofit to get everybody out for Thanksgiving and so much more. So first thing I want to ask you about is, now, what is this Hosea Helps? Because, again, lots of people in our audience are familiar with Hosea Feed the Hungry, and we're one in the same, correct? Yes, absolutely. Uh, thank you, Condice, for having us on. I can also remember Dad calling you on the phone and saying, get get that girl down there, that girl at WSB, that Condice girl. Um, uh, we are really interested in the public knowing that we are more than holiday dinners. And I don't think people, and I know they don't because they tell me, oh, I didn't know you did that. They don't know that people can sign up for uh, food stamps, TANF, and all the uh, federal benefits through SEEDCO. And and I, I guess it's a matter of knowing us as holiday dinners for over, this is our 47th Thanksgiving dinner, which is just amazing. And at uh, these events, of course, it's not just the dinner, uh, the volunteers that come do the hair, the barbershop, the clothing, the, the Morehouse School of Medicine Medical Clinic. We have, uh, we deliver uh, 5,000 meals each event to seniors and the sick and the shut-in. And by the way, if any of you are listening and you want a meal delivered to you at home, please call us. Every day we're open and what we're seeing is that there's a large sort of underclass of people. They come to our office at 1035 Donnelly with their issues and their problems and their children. And our case managers, uh, we have two case managers, Danina Battle, and I give a shout out to them, Cheryl Henderson, who have who know if we don't do it, we know the resources to do that. Uh, the services they need. A lot of um, our seniors, uh, we have a program where we go into the senior high-rises once a month and uh, conduct uh, workshops where they do some low-impact exercise and learn about healthy eating. We started this Healthy Living Initiative about four years ago with a grant from Kaiser so that people who live in food deserts and food swamps, they call them, and that means that they can't get to fresh 
food easily. Uh, they may not have a large grocery store near their home. We take that food to them, or they can come to our office and get just big bags of greens and corn and apples, oranges, bananas, everything that's fresh. And we're so excited now we have these chefs to show us how to cook, how how to cook it right. So that's what Hosea Helps is. Hosea Helps is Hosea Strong all year long. 365 days of the year, uh, just lifting up Atlanta's uh, uh, downtrodden and, and, and struggling communities. Atlanta is number 12 in the nation for people living in poverty. One out of four children, that's 25%, kids in this community are living beneath the poverty line. But as you just, just teased us a little bit there, Mrs. O., we also are joined today by Executive Chef and Director of Education Daryl Schuler of Le Cordon Bleu College of Culinary Arts here in Atlanta, the first, congratulations, Mr. History Maker, African American to earn the honor of the CMC certification. So uh, that's your master chef, are you, sir? I am really a master chef, and I'm so honored to be here. Thank you so much for having me. Um, so in this industry, a lot of chefs spend a lot of time mastering their craft. And so there is a lot of master chefs out there, but there's only one African-American certified master chef in the United States. I'm number 68. Um, I went through an eight-day, 130-hour cooking exam to prove that I've mastered the art of cooking globally. Wow. So this is truly an honor for me to be here and just to share a little bit about what I have through the food to all of the people that will be participating at Hosea Williams Feed, Feed the Hungry this year. So what brings you to the Thanksgiving dinner this year? What are you going to be doing? So this year what we're going to do, we're just going to take all of this experience and provide a little love in the food. We're going to put a little big mama into what <laughs> what people expect with Thanksgiving. Because when I was growing up, I think about couldn't wait to see what big mama made for us. The turkey, the flavor, the dressing, the, the love she put into it. And that's all we want to do. We, want, we don't want to change up anything. What we want to do is take the tradition of Hosea Williams and to take it to another level as he would probably wanted it to be uh, from a culinary perspective. Because healthy eating is critical. It is critical, um, especially in our community, um, uh, you know, with what we call soul food or mm-hmm. southern cuisine. Um, a lot of people think that it has to be only canned, uh, simple food, a poor man's food. Yes, it's survival food. It's food that we need it to nourish our body. It is the true farm to table, but it's how you do it that, that makes the difference. Um, so I remember I didn't have my first fresh vegetable until I went to culinary school. That was in 92, 93. So everything we had up until that point with a single mother was canned. And so a lot of the times when you think about vegetables, the nutrients is in the water. But we pour the water, what, down the sink. Mm -hmm. And so that's what we want to address this year is providing depth of flavor, which will limit the amount of salt people use at the table. There's a saying whenever we walk through the dining room that you can tell if your cooks are seasoning the food based upon how much salt and pepper the guests are using at the table. Mm-hmm. And the salt and pepper that is on the table, the pepper is fine, but the salt is the one thing that is really killing us. It's the wrong type of salt that we're using in those salt shakers. So if we can use the right salt, which is this year we're going to use a nice kosher salt to impart a little bit more flavor do- during the cooking process, is going to limit the amount of salt that is needed at the table, which ultimately will help us all out. 
So, Chef, you're bringing all of your chefs from Le Cordon Bleu to help. And what's on the menu this year? So this year we're taking all the traditions. Uh, you think about ham, turkey, uh, dressing, mac and cheese, sweet potatoes. So what we're going to do, we're just going to put a little spin to it. And so we started first with the menu language. So we want that to be poetic. We want people to read a novel when they see a nice <laughs> slow-cooked turkey versus slow-cooked here it turkey. is, turkey, yeah. you know. Or, uh, you know, let's do a nice roasted yams with a nice, uh, you know, brown sugar crumble versus just yams. You know, so those are the things that we're doing this year. We're just adding a little additional flavor profile, some more texture, mm-hmm. and some things that would take people back to their childhood, how Bit Mama used to do, and just put that little love into the food. So starting with the menu first, and then we're going to work on the flavor development during the cooking process. Mrs. Omalami, how lucky are we to have Chef and his team do this for our guests this year? Oh, I can't tell you how lucky we are because I have been really wanting us to be able to upgrade, um, you know, to get better every year. Because when you do something for 47 years, you can get into the rut of doing the same uh, thing every year. And so what what do we do? Well, this food needs to be, is that something I just, I don't know what it is, but it's, it's, it's neat. We, We want something fancy. We want something that our guests can feel like they're sitting, at, you know, at a, the best restaurant that they could never afford to go to. Our home deliveries to get uh, hand-delivered meals that consist of food that they uh, remember, but that they haven't eaten in a long time. So when he said put love into the food, I thought that was very interesting because food represents sustenance, it represents life, and if you eat dead food, then your body is going to respond in a way that uh, based on what it is receiving. And we have consistently, because we haven't had the knowledge of how to cook this food, we put a lot of sugar in the greens. Or we put a whole lot of fat back in everything. And we think that this is tasting good. But he knows how to make our food taste good without doing things that are unhealthy for our bodies. And so since we're what we want, people cannot afford to get sick. Because then they'll have to choose between food and medicine or food and going to the doctor or food and gas or transportation to get to the hospital. So our goal is to keep our people as healthy as possible. And he is key to that. We got southern green beans with potatoes. Chef, you already mentioned the honey glazed ham, mm-hmm. steamed rice and natural turkey gravy, classic low country cornbread, mm-hmm. creamy mac mm-hmm. and cheese, and of course your chef's selection of traditional desserts and southern sweets. One thing that's on the menu here, I see cranberry sauce and especially in our community there are many families who have the great debate between the cranberry sauce that I'm sure that you make that is absolutely exquisite and then that can that most folks are used to and sometimes prefer one or both I'm a, I'm a Southern boy. I like the can, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, you, you can take the fresh and you can make it. And it's a nice little twist to it. You know, you can kind of incorporate orange and spices and different things like that. But nothing says down home like mom then yes. to get that can and pull it out and it just shakes like a little jelly. And yes. You just cut it and you slice it and you put it with your turkey. It's nothing wrong with that. Mm -hmm. And I think that's where we have to embrace our culture and say, hey, be proud that that's who we are. You know, it's nothing wrong with having that. 
but let's 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 take it to another level on how we prepare it. You yeah. know, like you just mentioned before, maybe we can switch it out instead of using pork all the time. Maybe we do a little smoked turkey, or if you want to go a vegetarian option, maybe we do smoked onions inside of it. Um, you know, so it's not so much what you do, but it's how you do it. And being a certified master chef, my way of giving back is to create a food revolution where we take Southern food, our traditional cuisine and put it on the same platform as Italian, French, and any other global cuisine that's out there in the world. And that's my goal. And I'm so grateful to have this opportunity to start that with Hosea Feed the Hungry. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's been a dream of mine for many, many years because uh, I see the, I sit at the table with the people and I taste the food. And because uh, we're very thankful to Sheriff Jeff Mann and the DeKalb County Kitchen for allowing us to cook there all these years, and we will be still cooking some of the items there. But when I get to the table, and it, the 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 because they don't have as many ovens as they have at Le Cordon Bleu, they could not do the cornbread dressing. So we had this sort of dressing that was kind of like. Uh, wet bread and mixed with uh, celery and onions and garlic and but it wasn't the kind of cornbread dressing I was used to or cornbread because there were there weren't enough ovens I understand so this is going to give us the opportunity and we want people to know look this is not just for the homeless yeah who who's invited to dinner on Thanksgiving Everybody is invited. If you're alone here in Atlanta, maybe you just moved here and your family's somewhere else and you can't get to them, or maybe you're just here with your kids and your wife and it just didn't turn out that you guys could really do the feast that you want to do, or you could be a senior citizen that's uh, uh, a mobile and can get out. Everyone, all families are invited to come to the Georgia World Congress Center early in the morning at 9 a.m. on Thanksgiving Day to have Thanksgiving dinner with us. And we will be able to also uh, provide you with other services at the Thanksgiving dinner. And a lot of times the line for the haircuts and the hairdos is just as long as the line for food. Because people have not been able to get their hair done. They've not been able to get their hair cut or, or permed or braided. We have a lady there that does chiropractic massages. and mm, Get adjusted. Yes, get yourself adjusted. And then we have also the prayer room and counselors. Because sometimes you just need somebody to talk to. So this is a festival of services on Thanksgiving, Christmas, Martin Luther King Day, and Easter Sunday. And it's been more difficult this year for us to get the food Why than is that? ever. Why? Well, something weird came out about turkeys and bird flu. And so t- the price oh, that's of turkeys right. and prices of turkey went up, went up and there was a shortage. Because yes. There were some farms in the Midwest that had to be totally taken out yes. because of that risk. I remember. So the price of turkey went from maybe $1.39 a pound, or we one year we got them for $0.99 cents a pound, all the way up to $1.65, $1.75 a pound. Um, the large number 10 cans that we need, that we have to buy, have been difficult to get. So we really need uh, people to that have the blessing to have Big Mama cooking at home to go to the website and give because it's going to cost us more this year to get the 1,500 turkeys that we'll need for all four events than it ever has before. 
So do that for us. You say the greatest need that we have, and I say we, I've said we throughout the show, because mm-hmm. in full disclosure, I am honored to serve as the, the chair of the nonprofit Hosea Helps Board of Directors. So I'm real happy. <laughs> so real happy to have you guys here to talk about these things. But so when we talk about how much it's going to cost us, what are our needs and what kind of cat you're talking about cash donations of yes. what will really help right now? Yes, because we can purchase through uh, wholesale services more efficiently than people can by going to their neighborhood store. So we need turkeys, definitely. We need uh, yams, green beans, uh, uh, the the corn, and uh, the, the I don't know what kind of stuffing they're going to use, but we usually use the stuffing that's already mixed. So those are the items we want to focus on. Oh, like buying like Pepperidge Farm stuff in like bulk. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. In bulk. Because we, we buy, let's see, utilize maybe uh, four or five pallets of these items because you're cooking for uh, we get you got the 5,000 people at a home delivery and then you got another five three to five thousand people at Georgia World Congress Center now uh, we are very concerned also about the children and how they're eating so we allow the parents to take home have take-home boxes. You can get a to-go plate. Yes, you can get a to-go plate for your children and for your family so that this food will last as long as it can. And the service providers who come, you've talked about the barbers and the beauticians, the chiropractors, the other physicians, the counselors, they all simply volunteer and donate their services on that day. Yes, and some of them have been coming 26 years. We have a gentleman, Earl Cofield, who basically offloads the trucks that's been there for 30 years. And coming, giving up his Thanksgiving, his Christmas, his his Martin Luther King, well, Martin Luther King Day uh, has been more recent that we started doing it in exchange for coming and making sure that somebody else has what he has at home. And I I think we don't think that there are poor people in Atlanta, but um, all you have to do is get on Simpson and drive out Bankhead and look around and you'll suddenly see you feel like you're in Beirut somewhere or, you know, what Dan Cathy said about Vine City or uh, come to Jose Feed the Hungry any Tuesday, Wednesday or Thursday morning at 10 a.m. and you'll see the 25 families a day that we serve and you can ask them yourself why are you here you know nobody's trying to hustle us out of a couple of boxes of food and so we've even changed the content of our food boxes because we used to give out a lot of um, cup of soup well cup of noodles we looked at the salt content mm-hmm. of that cup of noodles, and we know that people are hungry. They're going to go home and eat two or three of these probably right away. And so we had to stop giving out food that was killing people. So there is a lot of poverty in Atlanta. There are children who don't eat from free lunch on Friday to free lunch on Monday. And these are the people we're reaching out to. But we're also reaching out to rich people who have got the money, but for some reason they're not happy. Well, serve. Come and serve, and you will see how that makes you feel. You know you've done something. If, you know, if you only had six hours to live, 
what would be your thing? Would you be looking for your car to be polished or your bank book? No, you'd be looking for a way, well, how can I do with these six hours? How can I help somebody else? And that's what we're about at Hosea Helps. It's about lifting the uh, quality of life for those who are not as fortunate as we are. If people want to volunteer on the day, you say you've already got a number of service providers who come every year, and some people who are looking for something to do, a way to give back, a way to educate the kids in the family, because you do have the blessings of, of, of some wealth or means, and you want to show them how to help and serve other people, will folks be able to volunteer to come and help on the line and serve food or help clear tables or just be a part of that day of service? Yes, and even before that day, because we're going to be at Donnelly preparing and packing and uh, getting everything ready to go uh, to Le Cordon Bleu and over to the DeKalb County Jail. Uh, And in order to come to the dinner and serve on the, say, at the hot food line, you have to be 12 or older. In order to help out the night before at the DeKalb County Jail, you have to be 18 and older. So I know they want the, they bring their babies, but no, we can't have you know the babies there but you can go to number four h-o-s-e-a dot o-r-g i'd say within the next couple of days and register to volunteer we are changing from one volunteer system to another so that we can be more efficient that's what it's about at Hosea helps we're changing a lot of different things and having you as board chair Condis, I can say is pushing us to be excellent because we want you to be proud of us we don't want you to say oh my god you know no we want you we want you to see efficiency and that's why I'm so glad you're meeting Chef Schiller this morning because he he thinks this is his one and only year but no 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 no, no, no. Uh, we, we, we're going to get him to help us teach the people that we serve how to eat so that they are eating to live. And, and that's the thing, too. I, I think the, the misconception is that, um, you know, with Southern food, uh, it's the cheap stuff. Well, it's cheap across, you know, all around the world. They all eat to survive. Only in America is where we put food as entertainment. You know, people eat to live, and, and if you, like, in German food, why they have cabbage all the time? Because they have long winters, and so they have to pickle their cabbage to last, the, you know, the extent of the winters. So in, in Southern cuisine, our heritage, um, a lot of times they probably can't afford, or they're not even close to a grocery store to get fresh vegetables. Mm-hmm. And if you look at the price of vegetables per, per pound, you know, you got to decide on what you want to do. But when you think about canned vegetables, Okay, they're they're still good, mm-hmm. and what people don't understand is that the vitamins they're they're water soluble, meaning that all the vitamins are extracted and is kept within the water, and so when you're dumping out all the water, you're really losing a great percentage of those of those vitamins that you can have for your body, and even though people don't like the taste, I can show you how to take the flavor of that juice that's in that can and modify it in the way where you can't even tell that it came from a can. Oh. And that's the thing. It's the tricks of the trade. Yes. The knowledge that I possess for, you know, 20 years of cooking in the industry as a certified master chef, I want to take that knowledge 
and spread it out to everyone and say, hey, it's not just for the elite. It's not just for the, the ones who became top shelves in America. It's for everyone. Our kids need it. And it's a new food revolution, which is what I'm, I'm all about. So um, we're going to take simple things and show people how to do it multiple ways so they can be self-sufficient at home. Mm-hmm. Certified mm-hmm. Master Chef Daryl Schuler, <laughs> Mrs. Elizabeth, Elizabeth, Mrs. Elizabeth Omalami, CEO of Hosea Helps. Again, we need cash donations now. Yes. So tell us one more time how people can give. Okay. Uh, especially on November the 12th. Now, just, I'm going to come back to that. Oh, so okay. How can people give right now? You can give by going to number 4hosea.org. Uh, and you can give by credit card there or you can go to PayPal from there. Or you can just mail us a donation at P.O. Box 4672, Atlanta, Georgia, 30302. And if anybody out there listening works at Monarch or Cisco or any of these places that are food companies where they have the large cans, please call us uh, and, and, and give this year because we've not been able to contact you. Outstanding. We will see everybody on Thanksgiving Day. Thanks so much, everybody. Thank Thank you, you. guys. Perspectives is a half hour we produce with you in mind. If there's something you think we ought to be talking about, let me hear from you. Tweet me, MyAndalusCondo29 on Twitter, or leave a message on our Facebook page. We do appreciate your listening and hope you'll be back next week at this same time as we examine another perspective.